He'll make it all right. God is able. God is able. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. He'll supply. He'll supply. Whatever is broken. Whatever is broken. He can fix it. He can fix it. No need to worry. No need to worry. He's alive. Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of A Few Minutes with Pastor Mac. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. If you can't make service, don't forget uh, we have a Givelify app that you can give your donations and first fruits and uh, grace giving uh, through our app. And um, if you can't make it to service, so don't forget about that. We always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, sow seeds into God's ministry. And if you can't make it again, our website as well. Uh, give the website and on our app, uh, Givelify. Shall we pray, O oh, gracious Father in heaven? We thank you again for allowing the uh, new week upon us and this new Sunday morning. Thank you for last week, Lord, and thank you for being the God that you are. Uh, we acknowledge that Jesus Christ is our Savior. And our Lord and our actions and our words, behavior should reflect the new life in Christ in us. Those unsaved, Lord, we ask you to bless their lives to be uh, touched and pricked, convicted, so that they may know Jesus in a pardon of their sins. We love you. We thank you. We lift you up. Bless this weak, feeble servant that I am. Give me strength from on high. Say a word, Lord, during this time, this podcast, Lord, to touch lives. Prick hearts, Lord, and convict, Lord, to invigorate, and inspire, motivate uh, for, for others, Lord. And we give you all the praise and glory. And I let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thine sight. O oh, my Savior, my Redeemer, in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Glad to be with you again with a few minutes with Pastor Mac. This is the second Sunday in December 2023. Uh, glad to have you again listening and I hope it's a word that's said to be a blessing uh, to you uh, as we go through uh, this Advent season as we started last week, the first week, and this uh, second week of the Advent, uh, celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ last week, uh, hope, this week, peace, peace, next week, joy, and the final Sunday, love. <clears throat> on the 24th Christmas Eve of the weeks of the Advent. And we hope you celebrate Jesus Christ's birth uh, so that he may be crucified and then resurrected. Someone had to die. A sacrifice had to be given and laid for the sins of man. So we're glad for you to be with us this morning. Last week I gave you the last sermon for the series in Faithful and Thanks Living. Uh, today be the first Sunday, the series Faithful and Praise. And um, I gave you Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15. I hope you had a chance to read the entirety of that book, that letter, uh, at least chapter 12 and chapter uh, uh, 14. Um, but it offers a great uh, encouragement for the church of the Jewish Christians uh, in Rome. 
Um, next sign, the Lord says the same. Second Samuel 22 and 4 will be where we um, will lay down our tent poles for next Sunday, a certain sermonic notes. Second uh, Samuel 22 and 4. Hebrews 13, 15 uh, reads this. I attribute Paul, but some scholars still say unknown author, but it's too much Paulinian text and context. Uh, but I just leave it up to those who want to purvey that argument uh, further. But um, the letter written, the author says, Therefore, through him let us continually offer up to God a sacrifice of praise, uh, that is, the fruits, the fruit of our lips that confess his name. The grass withers and the flower fades away, but the word of our God shall stand forever. I just want to tie up these few minutes to some money notes this morning. You better give it. You better give it. Uh, it has been said that Hebrews chapter 13 is a basket of beautiful fruit. They are the fruit which the Lord looks for in the life of a believer as a result of the growing in grace. The more mature and healthier the tree, the better quality of fruit it will produce. Have you ever bitten into a rotten apple? It looked good on the outside, but when you bit into it, you recognize rottenness when you tasted it. As a tree is known by its fruit, so too the progress of the believer will be known. Romans 12, 1, Paul said, Therefore I urge you, I urge you brethren, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Watch out for the rottenness that can creep up in your life. Rottenness that causes discouragement, causes disappointment, causes disgust. Um, so be careful of allowing some people, places, and things that could cause you to become rotten. This letter written to the persecuted Jewish Christians is meant to encourage. Their faith is a superior covenant brought by Jesus Christ. As a result, even when suffering, believers are to hold fast to that trust in God. As Paul said, living sacrifice, it, it, we should hold fast to that trust in God as we live our day-to-day -day life. They were becoming increasingly, the Jewish Christians, increasingly influenced to return to the former way of beliefs. Their religious way of worship instead of sacrificed worship. You you may know the difference. Religious worship is canned worship where you practice out of habit and tradition. Sacrifice worship is because I love the Lord, because I live for the Lord with every breath I breathe. I owe him some praise. Uh, brothers and sisters, uh, well, let's look at this verse succinctly and quickly. Um, First, through him we win. 15a, therefore through him. And our worship and service are only acceptable because of him. Because of that great high priest Jesus Christ. Through Christ we should offer to God sacrifices of praise and good deeds which please him. Everything we do as a believer is through Christ. 
Once you've come to faith in Christ as the substitute for our sins, you must continue to come to Christ for everything in your life. Since Jesus' work on our behalf is completely finished, there is nothing we can add to it. Instead, our praise and sacrifice ought to be done out of gratitude, obedience, and worship. Jesus challenges us to develop the ability to identify uh, false teachers based on the fruit of their lives. So you should be looking at everybody, right? You should look at the fruit. That's why sometimes it's hard to discover is rottenness. Because rottenness can look good dressed up. Jesus told the parable of the sower and the soils, used the term to describe the result of God's word reproducing itself in a person's life. Jesus promises that if his disciples will remain in him, they will bear much fruit. Brothers and sisters, sadly to say, a lot of folk don't remain in Christ, so they don't look like good fruit. They don't live like good fruit. They are not good fruit, not bearing good fruit, because... Their life does not match up with what Paul said, a living sacrifice. Continual praise to God. And then, then secondly, through him, we sacrifice our praise. Look at verse 15, verse 15b. Let us continually offer up to God a sacrifice of praise. What is sacrifice? It is gifts, it is to give something that is valuable to me for someone else. The fact that it's called the sacrifice of praise indicates that you may not feel like praising him. <laughs> That's why I titled it, You Better Give It, because you may not feel like it, but the Bible does not base your actions or commandments are not based on how we feel. It is what God commands. In fact, it's called a sacrifice. That's exactly what it is. It may not feel like we ought to praise him. <laughs> praise is often spontaneous. God has just done some marvelous thing for us, and the praise rises spontaneously from our hearts. But what happens when things and circumstances are not conducive to praise? This is when praise is a sacrifice. And sometimes praise is not a sacrifice in the sense of a hardship we endure, but it should be thought, and I got, I got to change that thinking. I got to, I got to change that thinking. But it's a joyous offering to Him that arises from thanksgiving. We shouldn't look at it in the negative. And sometimes we put that in the sacrifice of praise as a negative disposition. But we should re flip the script. It's a joyous offering to Him that arises from thanksgiving for what He's done. So it becomes an exercise of faith. What that means, Pastor Mac, what it means is that I know what I've gone through, but and I know things haven't looked like what they should look like in my eyes, and they haven't turned around for my good or my glory yet, and things are not where I thought, but I'm going to do an exercise of faith and give him praise. <laughs> it's real easy sometimes to get out of the habit of praise. But that's when we need to put a small post-it on our wall or post it on our phone and say, did you praise God today? Did you wake up with a praise in your mind and your heart and your spirit? Did you pray? We got to be reminded sometime because life can throw you some curveballs that don't look like and make it hard to want to give him praise. That's what we got to remind ourselves. 
to give him some praise. <laughs> and you can praise him because you, you can give it to him. You better give it. Praise him for, uh, like Paul said, I know things work together for good to those who love God and are called according to his purpose. <laughs> Paul, Paul knew. Paul knew what it was because he had been on the other side. We are told to give thanks because it's the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning us. Oh, my brothers and sisters, you better give it. You better give that praise to God for all he's done for us. And then Then, lastly, number three, thirdly, through him we confess. Verse 15c, that is the fruit of our lips that confess his name. Oh, those lips, the upper and lower lips, the labium superior oris and the labium inferior oris, the top and bottom lips produce the words that Produce the fruits from our lips. The Greek translation of Hosea 14 and 2 says, Pay the fruits of our lips. And the idea here is that we speak and say we ought to offer praise to God, both in what we say and how we say it. Our words should be like bulls cast upon the altar of our lips, sacrificed to God. The author of Hebrews is calling on us to focus on the words that we use. Are these words coming from lips that have confessed Christ's lordship and so belong to him? Yielding to produce the produce that he expects and deserves. The fruit of our lips is too often it re remains green. Meaning that we have some childish things and tendencies that produces incapabilities of controlling what we say. You know some folk like that. They're incapable of controlling what they say. Mouth always running. Nothing good to say. Nothing positive in their hearts. But Ephesians Paul wrote in 429, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. The fruit of our lips remain green, or they remain novice-like, until this verse becomes the rule rather than the exception in our lives. And I mentioned to you the rotten apple. You expect some sweetness from it, but you find out it's rotten. A similar lesson of disappointment seizes by the throat of people who seek us, expecting to be encouraged and inspired, but hearing instead words that are filthy, cold, uncomplaining, or self-justified. If only we could develop the habit of tasting the words before we release them. Proverbs 12, 22 said, Lion lips are an abomination to the Lord, but those who act faithfully are his delight. Psalms number 141 and 3 said, Set a guard over your mouth, O Lord, 
my mouth and keep watch over the door of my lips. You better give it to the Lord. Give it up to him. All the praise that's due him. Whatever you need, you still remember to give him praise because he came to us through the Virgin Mary, birth of Virgin Mary, born in the swaddling clothes, laid in a manger. He stayed in the manger till the three wise men came. And they gave in worship unto him. Then he grew up and they called him at age 12, teaching in the synagogue. They said, what manner of man is this that this boy can tell us about the scripture? Only God can reveal himself through him. He marched the streets of Jerusalem up and down the streets, healing the sick and raising the dead. They marched him up Calvary's hill. He died on an old rugged cross on a Friday night. But on the third day, Sunday morning, he rose from the grave with all power in his hand. You better give it to him. All the praise that's due him, all what he did for us, give it up to him. Give him some glory and some praise. Won't he do it? Invitation is extended now. If you don't know Jesus and the pardon of your sins, if you would like to get to know him better uh, and get saved, allow him to come into your life, simply say this prayer. Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer, uh, it's as simple as ABC, accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon at houseofpraisepp.org, or you may go simply to our website, www.houseofpraisepp.org, contact us and someone from our discipleship team, I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ. We love you to life. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. We hope something was said to be a blessing for you and be a blessing for you this week. We know that we are still in the hands of God and we will trust him to keep and deliver us. Bless you. God bless you. County line, we love you to life and you can't do anything about it. Look forward to next week. The Lord says the same. We hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the Lord. God bless you and we'll see you next week. Pastor Mac out.